Yo, what is up, DRM family? Hope you're having a great day. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Eddie. And today we are going to be talking about Jesus, of course. So uh, let's get right into it. Amen. Praise God. Of course, we're going to be talking about Jesus. And I have one verse that I want us to focus on today. Uh, But before we get into that, thank you again for taking time out of your day to watch us, whether it's on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or just listening to our podcast on all of our platforms. So let's get right into it. We're going to go to the book of Romans, all right? Romans chapter 8, verse 29. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. And the word of God says this, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. What I want to talk about today is this. God wants you. I'm going to blow your mind. Ready? God wants you to be transformed into the image of his son to be just like Jesus, to talk like Jesus, to walk like Jesus, to love like Jesus, to be patient like Jesus. That is God's first and foremost priority. It's not for you to fill stadiums. It's not for you to fill your church. It's not for you to grow so-and-so ministry, so-and-so ministries, all of these things. All those things are great. But before any of those things, you got to know whose you are, and you got to know who you can be like, what power, what authority you can walk in. And this is very vital because I, for really... All of my early 20s did the complete opposite of this. My mindset was, well, I need to get promoted. Well, (coughs) excuse me. I need to start this ministry. I need to make sure that I get to the mic or that people know what I'm doing. I need to fill my Bible studies, all of these different things. And then I'll work on being like Jesus. And then... I'll work on uh, knowing him more. And I heard this uh, in a sermon uh, about a month ago. And it was Michael Culianos, and I've talked about this before, but he said, a lot of you want to fill stadiums. A lot of you want to do all of these things, but you're not even allowing God to fill your heart. And that stuck with me. Because all these things are great, like I said, but they are truly a byproduct. A byproduct of knowing Jesus and having intimacy. And so on this journey that I'm on, that then took me to Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. New King James Version. Um, But I I remember just just thinking to myself and, of course, inviting the Holy Spirit in. But I was like, 
And this is one of those verses that's so popular. And man, when I went through Bible college, this was one of the verses that I heard all the time. And I heard so many different perspectives. And I always heard, seek the kingdom, brother. Seek the kingdom. Go ahead. You just seek the kingdom and, and your finances and all these things will get taken care of. And, and I got to the point where I was like, what the heck is the kingdom? Like, how, how do I, where is it? What, where is the kingdom? What does it look like? How do I, how do I know that, I, that I'm there, right? That, that I've made it, that, that now I'm truly seeking the kingdom. And it wasn't until recent that the Holy Spirit through, through different people, different sermons to the word, um, really just finally gave me that peace and clarity that I needed to walk in freedom, to, to finally get it. And so seek first the kingdom of heaven. You know, when, when, I, when I was seeking to know, um, the Holy Spirit told me, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. Jesus is who you need to seek after, to know him, to know his heart. And the best way to know him is through intimacy, through relationship, through the word of God, through the Holy Spirit. And, you know, every time that I've been in conversations with people, successful people, right, who, who maybe have um, started businesses and, and, and they're just doing great in their personal lives. <coughs> Excuse me. I've always wondered how, how they got there, right? And they always tell me, they always tell me, you know, you, you, you just gotta, gotta seek the kingdom, going back to that. And um, I had a conversation this past week where, where somebody was like, it's Jesus. Jesus is the one that you have to seek. And as you seek Jesus, as you know Jesus more, as you have relationship, then he will be the one to guide you and to lead you and to show you what needs to happen and I can't even begin to tell you how that, <coughs> excuse me, set me free from all this bondage and all these expectations, false expectations that I had and, and this unbelief and, and frustration of not feeling like I, I'm not doing it right, that, that I've been seeking wrong and all of these things. And, and the reality of it is that I don't need to, I don't need to, to do all of those things. I just simply need to look at Jesus. And, you know, as, as this message is, has been developing in my heart, and I know it's going to continue to develop, something that I want to focus on is this. This podcast, these things that I'm sharing the self-improvement podcast, the teachings, your pastor, all of these different things. On our best day, 
we can't even come close to helping you like Jesus can. We can inspire you and we can point you in the right direction. But ultimately, me, Eddie, I cannot transform your life like Jesus can. And I cannot sit here and do this every single week and make it about me because it's not about me. It's about Jesus. And so, <clears throat> look, I'm, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I, if I didn't believe that the Lord called me to do it. But my whole perspective and mindset has switched. It, it's, it's, not, it's not the Eduardo Torres podcast. <laughs> it's not about me at all. I'm replaceable. And God loves me and he wants the best for me. But at the end of the day, it's about, it, it, it's about God. It's, it's about Jesus. And so when that finally clicked, it changed my whole perspective, the dynamic of this podcast, being led by the Holy Spirit. I realized that the more I seek Jesus, the more I find him in my everyday life. I used to get so caught up on, okay, I need to find the next 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, and, you know, light a candle and, and get in the mood and start worshiping. Look, that's great. Do what works for you. <coughs> Excuse me. But I realized this for myself. That's great. And when I can do that, I'll do it. But you know what's greater than that? Continual intimacy with him all day long. When I'm driving, I hear his voice. When I'm talking to somebody else, I hear his voice. When I'm transitioning from work to this place, I hear his voice. He's always talking. He's always wanting to communicate with me. And I'm not, and this is not in a bad way because God's love, his perspective is so pure, but he, he, he is so jealous for our time. He longs to be with us. He, 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 he wants us to be thinking about him. And it's not some creepy thing, but that's how much he loves us. And so when I began to shift my thoughts to be thinking about the Lord and to be talking to him, that right there was the transformation. What, what was, it was what was transforming me, I should say. That's where the true change was happening. Um, and so, <clears throat> excuse me, I, something has totally shifted in my heart, in my, in my walk now where I am not even struggling to come up with a podcast episode. I'm not even struggling and, and stressing myself out because you know, I'll, I'll tell you this, three episodes ago, before before season two, it would take me a whole week to just even come up with the title and to come up with the draft and all of these things. And I realized that it, it, it was a struggle because it was, it was my flesh. It was me. 
Holy Spirit wasn't involved. The Lord wasn't involved. The Word wasn't involved. And now that this whole perspective change of, of, of seeking Jesus and, and being at His feet and having this constant com, uh, communication going on, it's gone so much easier. And I'm truly speaking from this uh, overflow where it's the Lord. I've opened the door for him to say what he wants to say, to do what he wants to do. Realizing that he knows how to communicate. He knows how <coughs> to love and to correct. And, and because of that, as I become more like Jesus, I'm able to easily do that myself because I see him do it. I hear how he speaks to me all the time now. And because that is getting engraved in my heart, in my soul, I get to be an extension of that now. And it's easy because it's, it's him speaking through me. And <clears throat> the reason I, I, I went to this verse is because, look, uh, and I'll say this again, God's priority is to, it's, it's, it's not to use you. His priority is not to promote you. His priority is not to um, do all of these different things. Look, they're great. And, and his word says that his promises are many and they're yes and amen. And so I'm not taken away from that. But what I am saying that his first priority, again, is to help you to, to be transformed to, to the image of his son, to look like Jesus. That is his priority. And so why, why would we, uh, you know, I, I heard this the other day, but somebody said this, they were like, why do we why do we spend our whole time on earth striving trying to obtain something that we've already been given and <clears throat> I actually heard this in Narnia Narnia I think it's the third movie um the little rat you know <laughs> but he said that and that cut me deep cuz I was like dang I don't want I don't want to be like that. I don't I don't want to spend my whole life on earth. Obviously I know where I'm going after I die. I'm going to heaven. Right? I'm going from glory to glory. But right now I realize that in my 27 years of life and really all my 20s, I haven't I haven't been experiencing God's best. I haven't been walking in authority. I haven't been walking in freedom. I've been trying to obtain on my own. When a simple act of obedience and a simple, you know, just changing of my perspective, looking at Jesus could have helped me. And look, hear me out. I'm not condemning myself, okay? I'm sharing from a place of, of breakthrough and testimony. 
All right, so don't be don't be DMing me saying, oh, brother, don't come condemn yourself because I'm not. I'm good. But it's this is true. Like, just knowing that, man, Jesus, 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 I can be like him. I can walk like him. I can talk like him. Jesus walked with, with such authority and poise because he knew who he was. He knew what was available to him. And he's made it so easy for me to walk in all of that. He paid it all so that I can get to a place of truly acknowledging what has happened, whose I am, what's available, and putting it to practice. Now, there's so many things, so many ways and things that we've learned that will hinder that, but the solution to those things, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And so as I'm learning, as I'm walking, as God is is helping me transform to be like Jesus. It's fun. I'm having so much fun. I'm walking in freedom. And so this is a short little message, but I want you to start thinking about that verse, Romans 8.29. And I want you to ask yourself, what's my priority? Is it to be, to act, to speak like Jesus? Or is it all these other different things? Because I guarantee it, I promise you, I'm seeing it right now with everything that we're doing it. As we're looking at Jesus, all of these things are a byproduct of it. And they're great. But it's because of that relationship, the intimacy. I don't have to strive. I get to rest. And it's because Jesus has done it all already. And I get to rest in his promises, in his word, in his action. It's all sealed. And so think about it. Write it down. Are you allowing God to transform you to be like, like his son, like Jesus? If you're not, that's okay. But ask the Lord what needs to change. Write it down. Encourage yourself and you'll be able to walk in freedom. I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Amen, amen. Praise God. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It wasn't really a teaching. It was more of a testimony of what God is uh, showing to me, the revelation that, that I'm still um, developing in my heart. But I hope it inspired you and encouraged you to take a look at Romans 8.29. And just allow the Lord to minister to you on that verse. Love you. And we'll catch you on the next episode.